You are now listening to Grinding True Crime Podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby Gap. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them. And that he was also a necrophiliac. <laughs> Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of the Grinding Food Podcast with your hosts, Maddie Matt and Todd Fox. And today, narrating will be. And we are back here live, kicking down another episode for you guys. But before we get into that, we want to let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Grinding True Crimes. And there you can find our page, like our page, and comment on our page. And we'll get back with you as soon as possible. And if you want to listen to us on your podcast stream, you can go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. Just type in Grinding True Crimes. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., you can continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. Go to redbubble.com, type in Todd Fox 80 and there you can get merchandise courtesy of the grinding true crimes and also if you like what you hear and you want to support what we do you can leave a cash app donation just go to cash app type in dollar sign grinding true crimes and last announcement listener discretion is advised because we do get into details that are grass graphic and gruesome and could be um, disturbing to certain audience so listeners discretion is advised What's all that being said, we're going to turn our attention to Gabby Gab as she breaks down her story. So, Gabby, you have the floor and the undivided attention. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hello, everybody. It's been a little while. So today my story is about a man named William George Davis. He's got three names. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard about him, but this man... Obviously, this is true crime, so he went in the opposite direction of what his goal in life was. He was a registered nurse. Ooh. A nurse gone rogue. Yes. I know. That's kind of different. It is. And it just, I don't know, just paint a light on... Never I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. (laughs) When when changing bedpans became boring. Oh, my... (laughs) I'm just saying, man, it, it can be scary sometimes because you never know who's taking care of you if yeah. you're in the hospital. It's true. It's true. I know growing up, my mom had a lot of weird nurses, a lot of great ones, but there were some that were a little bit creepy. Yeah. So William George, um, as much as we looked, we did not have any background on this guy. We have no idea what his life was growing up. Normally, we give a breakdown about where he grew up, who his family was, and if he had any issues, you know, growing up. Like Todd's normal guys that have head injuries and all that sort of thing. <laughs> he was actually a very well-liked nurse. Ugh. And he had been working um, at least for five years. He had no marks on his record. 
He worked at Christus Trinity Mother Francis Hospital in Tyler, Texas. Pretty much says it all right there. <laughs> hey, we can't come up with too many names on this hospital. Let's just give it eight. <laughs> They're like, what can we name it? We're going to say Trinity. Yes. <laughs> They're all Jesus, Trinity, Mormon, Catholic. <laughs> of our what lady, else? peace, Christ. <laughs> Jesus. You're gonna start mixing all religions, Todd. <laughs> Sorry, they, they say put them all together. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, he was known to be very liked. You mm. know, he was described as affable and friendly, and everything was fine for quite a while. But then, in 2017 and 2018, everything started changing. Hmm. It turns out that several patients started to suffer massive stroke-like symptoms um, as they were recovering from cardiac surgery. So all these people were having heart surgeries. Many of them survived those strokes, but they ended up having permanent damage. Jeez, I'm kidding. However, four of the patients died. So, you know, normally nobody's going to suspect that anything anybody did is what caused these people's deaths, right? Mm. They're going to think this is just a coincidence. But then they started investigating because they started noticing a pattern. Yeah. And so that started disturbing them. Well, I'm sure the doctors were starting to get a reputation of, you know, we've done this before, and then all of a sudden these people are suffering strokes that's not usual, and it's multiple times. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would raise some eyebrows big time. Yes. Heck yeah. So as they investigated, they noticed that the patients had air in their brains. Oh. That's the footage they had seen on the CT scans. And then they decided that they were going to start looking at the security footage. Mm. And he actually, I'm telling you, this is a very short story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On the surveillance footage, they started noticing that Davis was actually going into those rooms from the patients that were recovering from the heart operations. And when they started checking the time, it turned out it was right before their conditions started worsening immediately. So it was like an abrupt change from how they were doing to after when he would walk out of their rooms. I wonder if like when he walked in, you know, I don't know if they were unconscious or not, whatever. But did they see the body, like, kind of, like, make a sudden, you know, probably started shaking or something or or started sweating or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if the body showed a dramatic change. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, I I, I know. There's no information on what these patients were showing beforehand. Mm. But so they found out that he was injecting air into their IV lines. Oh. And he was causing catastrophic neurological damage to them. Why do you guys think somebody would do this? Um, hold on, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm trying to think, like, why would you inject air? Because when, you know when your tubes get air bubbles? Yeah, that blocks your oxygen? Yeah. But my, but I, I get it. What I'm saying is, if he really was that diabolical and he wanted to kill the patients wouldn't he have done something like you know inject something else you know air seems so calm you get what i'm saying 
but it's but it's like what Gabby said. It could be catastrophic. I mean, you could go the chemical route because I think Gabby had did a story before too, where it was a nurse was killing, mm-hmm. and um, and they were using I think a poison, um, arsenic. That, yeah, arsenic, arsenic, yeah, low levels, and you're not really looking for arsenic. And I don't think they would probably look for air either um, until they really dove into it, like she said. But but air can, yeah. You have to have a, a constant drip, whether it's liquid or whatever fluid. I mean, you can't be injecting oxygen where it shouldn't be going through veins and in, um, you know, uh, blood vessels and things like that. So, yeah, that could be, like she said, very catastrophic if done the right way. And apparently he knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and too, it's very subtle, like you said, you know, it's not something most people will be looking for, you know, like, hey, check and see if he has air in this IV or something, you know. And so, they're already weak. They're barely yeah. recovering. They had open heart surgery. Yeah. So they they... Were... Oh, what happened? <laughs> I was just going to say they were good <laughs> targets for him. Absolutely. I would just say, though, as far as like what what you were saying about earlier about how possibly you know what could have caused this behavior i would have to guess it was something something traumatic in his in his uh either upbringing you know he could have had like a god complex um Mm -hmm. or like we've gone over a billion times he he could have been you know head injury um he, he could have voices in his head something to where he has to do something evil i mean I, if I was a police, I'd check his head for scars. If I mean, if we don't know his his scars. upbringing, yeah. If you see a scar, be like, oh, there it is, Johnson, right there. <laughs> there it is, right there. You see that little mark right there? Well, right what if there. he said that he got that from from shaving? I'd be like, no, 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 that's the excuse. You hit your head at some point. Somebody decked you. You fell off of something. You know, you got hit by a car. One of the one of the three. Well, could you think that maybe when he was younger? He probably had a bad experience at the hospital or something. That could be too. You guys are not going to believe his reasoning. Oh, that's he t- why I wanted to see why why you guys oh, think he says he was it? doing this. Yeah, you got us guessing over here, thinking all about. <laughs> got hey, us using our brain. <laughs> Use your brain. <laughs> <laughs> you got the answer all this time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, my guess, my guess is. Yeah, let's let's actually guess. <laughs> yeah, I think he struggled between the flavors of Coca Cola and oh, Pepsi, Lord. and that drove him to kill. <laughs> he couldn't well, look, decide which cola was better. Soda. I don't drink that soda. That would have to be the worst reason. Yeah, I, I, I don't drink soda. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing: if I did drink soda and I had to decide, it wouldn't make me push me over the edge and want to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I'm going to say my guess is that I, I'm I'm kind of on the borderline with Todd that maybe he heard voices and said that you know take these people out because they're they're the devil or something. So his reason was horrible. He told his wife that the reason he was injuring these patients was because he was trying to garner more overtime hours. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, more overtime. Are you? So he became a murderer because he was trying to get more overtime. I guess in his mind, if they had complications, he would be needed more, and he would be able to stay longer. You got to be one of the lowest. <laughs> Man, what a piece of crap, Bruh, You're risking people's lives for double pay. 
You got it. Come on, man. I would have preferred him being upset that they changed the recipe from classic Coke to regular Coke. Why are you still on this? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that would have made more sense. I guess nurses like soda. <laughs> yeah. got to keep them up in there. Okay. Now, I'm not a nurse, but last time that I checked, nurses are high demanding, correct? Mm-hmm. Don't they work hours and long hours yeah. already? Yeah, I mean, in this it's last pandemic, they were pandemic. They probably couldn't even sleep. When this pandemic, they had higher regard than the military. They were called heroes and everything. So I mean, exactly. Like, but and, that was what they are. What they are. Shout out that was, he did this before the pandemic. Also, he's not a hero. No. This was in 2017 and 2018. He needed to wait one more year, and I, his problems would have been solved because 2019 is when. <laughs> Then yeah. he could have been making all the TikTok videos he wanted. You know what, Tom? Why are you being so disrespectful, man? You leave them nurses alone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, imagine that was our life. The hospital. Yeah. I would be making TikTok videos too. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm just keeping it on it. Just trying to... Just trying to stay sane. Matt would be bringing back the uh, Macarena on a TikTok Bro, video we're, we're in a nurse about, outfit. Man, we we doing everything. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted more. He wanted overtime hours, which, yeah, doesn't make sense to me because it's true. You work at a hospital, you're doing at least 10 hour shifts, 10 Easy. to 12, sometimes 16 hour shifts. Easy. Easy. So that's ridiculous. But that's what he told his wife that he wanted to get more overtime. So Davis killed at least four people. At least. At least. John Lafferty, Ronald Clark, Christopher Greenaway, and Joseph Kalina. Kalina, however, when he was doing this was in 2018. The other three were in 2017. But Kalina had brain damage. He actually didn't die until two years later. Oh, Oh. that sucks. So he caused him to have brain damage. Wait, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but he seemed like he only targeted men. Um, It seems that way. Yeah. I wonder why. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Detective work. Detective <laughs> uh, pod. <laughs> All right, look at that. Yeah, because it doesn't say anything about that or why he was targeting just men. Is it? But he was convicted of four counts of murder. So it's it's alleged that well, it's he he did kill four already, but mm-hmm. it possibly he could. It was more. possible that he had injured more people. Definitely injured more people because yeah he hasn't. In other words, he did this more than just those four times. Yeah. Okay, got it. So a fellow nurse had mentioned there's no way he needed that overtime. Everybody was baffled and shocked at what he did, and knowing that they were working with him. Um, one of these nurses said we were very understaffed. There was overtime available for anybody who wanted it, so it doesn't make any sense. My take on Will is that he was just a sick guy who wanted to kill. Which I believe that's probably the way I would see him. I, I think that dumb excuse about needing more overtime, that's nah. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah, I would think so too. I mean, when you're talking about the other families that suffered brain damage or or any kind of like, <clears throat> you know, because look, my, my uncle recently had a stroke and it's taken him months. He's, he's only at 40%, you know, and that's without any kind of... Th- stuff you know 
because um, at his age, the, the type of stroke he had, it's just, it just takes forever to get your energy back. You have to do a lot of workouts and stuff. So it's like at his age, it's harder for him to get his energy back. He's in his 80s. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine these other people being forced into a stroke after like what you guys brought up, the open heart surgery. That's already traumatic as it is. Yeah. And you're putting your body through more of that stuff? Oh. Yeah. The police detectives that were interviewing him, they said they accused him that when he was testifying, his responses were deflective and indirect when they were asking him what exactly happened to the patients. So he was deflecting it? Yeah. Little bastard. So he was charged with capital murder of the four people. Dang. And his trial began that September 28th. Of 2018? After 10 days of testimony. I guess they went through 10 days of testimony. Um, Former Tyler Police Department Detective Jeff Roberts. I feel like I've heard that name. Sounds like a country singer, but. (laughs) So he testified about his three-hour phone interview with him in 2018 after the air was found in Kalina's head, in his brain. And then he was terminated from the hospital after that. So I guess you could say for like a whole year. He was still working? He was doing that, yeah. Dang. So that's why it's suspected that there was definitely more patients than the ones he killed. Wait a minute. Okay. Retract. What? They discovered that was 2017, the first guy, right? The one you just mm-hmm. mentioned. A whole year passed before they found out about him, or they knew already and he still <laughs> worked for a year? Oh, they were suspecting. I guess the behavior was weird, mm-hmm. but they didn't confirm everything until 2018 after the last mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm just looking at the <clears throat> the pictures. Like Christopher was 47. He looked like he was in good shape, but, you know, probably going to recover. Jose was 58. Ronald Clark was 68. And Flaherty or Lafferty, John Lafferty, 74. Dang. So, they were up in age. Yeah, they were up in age, but maybe that's why he thought he can get away with it? Yeah, because they were already older. That makes sense. Mm, that's true. But a wa- it, it sh- they were showing signs of watershed stroke. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, by doing that, by putting air in, their, in the venous system, that apparently causes for the blood to back into the heart and into the lungs also pushes away from the brain yeah because when when there's air blocking whatever you're getting it's not you're not getting that oxygen through oh when you lack oxygen in your brain you get a stroke so he's suffocating slow suffering yeah wow they're not getting any blood so he's suffocating him from the inside yeah pretty much Oof. Yeah. And you know what this bastard said? Huh. He said that he cared greatly about his patients and their health care. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's so obvious. And then he did a TikTok video in the courtroom. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that the patients were unconscious when this happened because that's a slow suffering death. I don't think they were. See, they're that's... recovering from open heart surgery, but they're still conscious. Like, well. You don't come back in a coma. I know. Matt I know was, what I'm saying is, I hope they were asleep or something like like, like I, heavily sedated. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a slow suffering Well, for death. Kalina, the last one, um, he was recovering really well from the surgery. Oh. So he was doing really good. And then just unexplainably, you know, overnight, he started having neurological issues. And that's what caused the brain damage, which two years later, he died. Two years later, man. <laughs> that guy was a fighter because he was the oldest one, right? 74? I think so, yeah. Jeez. Not only that, he suffered that for two years. Yeah. Oh no, fifty-eight. He was fifty-eight. Still. Still though. Yeah, that's that's messed up. I mean, he suffered two years over that. So this guy tried, yeah, and still he tried to point the blame at the doctors. Like he was not going to take responsibility. Hey, what could he possibly say? When they aired to interviewed him, he said that um, Doctor William Turner, the heart surgeon of some of those patients, he would blame other nurses for the complications. Oh, okay. But he said he had a good relationship with hospital nurses and doctors, so he didn't understand why they would point the finger at him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it's not like he was on camera or anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's a smart one. And Dr. Layton, he was the radiologist. Um, he specialized in diagnostic radiology and neuroradiology and he was the one that reviewed the brain scans for greenway kalina lafferty and clark for all the patients uh-huh. and he said that when he was seeing greenway scan he recalled thinking that he had never seen such a massive amount of air in the arteries of anybody's brain uh-huh. so that's what led to a stroke he had a stroke and he died days later dude okay i'm for some reason, I'm not making fun of the victims or nothing, but for whatever reason, with that whole air in the head, the massive amounts, I don't know why I'm thinking of, you know, when you like pump your tire on your bike, mm. you know, you, you kind of like put the, the needle in and then you just push down. Mm. I don't know why I'm thinking of something like that, because how else will you get the air in? I mean, is there like a machine that pumps it in? You know, I was trying to figure that out too from the beginning, but I just didn't want to sound dumb, but... uh well, well uh, I'll, I'll sound dumb for you then, Matt. <laughs> uh, how do you put the air in the brain? I'm trying to figure that out too. Like, I, I seriously, I, I was this whole time I'm trying to figure out how do you put air into somebody? Like, I'm, I, I think you would use a syringe on the IV without having any fluid. Oh, so if you use a syringe that's empty and you connect oh, it, you're just blowing in the air. Over I thought like over. you got like a helium uh, tank or something. No, and just added, you know. <laughs> no all you I'm have just to being do honest. is pretty much because that's what happened. Like I have been with my mom when she was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And when the thing would start beeping, it was because it wasn't going through and she'd start getting air bubbles. Mm. So what they do is they have to take the connect it and take that air out oh. until it's clear. So air can be very deadly. Yes. When used Because wrong. it's not allowing the oxygen and the blood to go to their brain. Mm. Yeah, because so stopping the blood, stopping the blood in any route, whether it's, if it's air or blood clots, is highly dangerous and mm-hmm. can cause strokes. Dang. Jeez. Yeah, so they all, all of the patterns inside their brains were all the same. And so they testified that all of that would have caused a stroke mm-hmm. in their brain. And they all, there was proof that when they came out of surgery, everything was fine because, you know, they get tested for everything. Neurologically, mm. they were 100%. Mm. 
and how coincidental that when he would come out of the rooms, the they, complications yep. began. So I wonder if the camera picked up him using a tool or a utensil in, in injecting them well, with there's something. There's no camera in the room. It's the cameras in the hallway, in the hallway. seeing him oh. step out of there. Oh, I thought it was a camera in the hall. No. In the room. Got it. But what they all had in common is, is that he was the one exiting the room when they started having started issues. Started having issues. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got so it. So there's a patient who did survive. Wow. Pamela Henderson. So you see, it's not just men. So you have me, <laughs> you have me sitting there and you, you threw this twist on me. Yeah. I thought it was all men he was coming after. No. So Same. I guess it's just elderly. Mm. Pamela Henderson, she in November 2017 was recovering also at the same hospital. Did you say Pamela Anderson? Henderson. Oh, okay. Really, babe? Boobs <laughs> came to your mind? No, I didn't even. Well, it is air. <laughs> wow. Oh. Technically okay. silicon. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was there, she'd have been deflated. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> So Henderson testified about how she was different before the surgery to now the present day. Mm. He was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon in connection to her. She had brain damage and injuries. Dang. But she survived. But she still, I wonder if it's still, obviously it affected her still to this day, but like uh, what so kind here, of... But here's this. It's sad. It's really jacked up. Okay. She was recovering. Mm-hmm. From heart valve replacement surgery, okay, mm-hmm. in the ICU, mm-hmm. when she experienced an unexpected neurological event, November 30th, 2017. Okay. She had a stroke after air got into the aerial system of her brain. She testified that she remembered hearing voices after she woke up from surgery, and she couldn't raise her head or other parts of her body. She said she just felt trapped in her body. After she left the hospital, she went to physical therapy and she's been continuing her treatment over the years. But she has to live in an assisted living facility. She has left-sided weakness and she lost her vision and she also has difficulty walking. So she says she can walk a little bit with a walker, but probably only for like 10 minutes. And she said before the surgery, she was a regular healthy person besides her heart. But now she can't even regain her balance. Ugh. And she can't see either. No, she went blind. So, so, so my question to you, Gab, is you get, okay, her case just alone, cut out the other ones. You're obviously going to sue the hospital. And they're going to be liable for all that. And they're going to be, they're going to have to pay for his, his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what good does that do her? In that state, I mean, if yeah. it, if she has family, that's going to cover them, but it doesn't do her any good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now she, she has to suffer. Yeah, she can't. She can't. I mean, what? I mean, if you can't see, like, like, okay, let's just say, like, I get paralyzed tomorrow, and I win this huge lawsuit against whatever got me paralyzed. I may be able to enjoy some comforts around the home and everything else like that, but I, I it's not going to make me walk again. Yep. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's, it's you know so none of that really, I mean the money aspect really doesn't wouldn't do much for me, and, and for her in that case as well, right? Yeah, I agree. It'll only take care of your family member, but not you. Yeah, like the only thing it would facilitate is like the quality of the care you're going to receive for the rest of your life. But I mean nope. that's not enough. You can't regain any of the things you lost. 
Yeah, because maybe like the best she could do, let's just say if she was paralyzed and she had her vision, maybe she can go on trips, you know, maybe she can yeah. see things mm-hmm. she'd never seen before. You can't see nothing anymore. Yeah. Yep. That's so horrific. You can hardly move. Yeah. yeah. Poor woman. So this bastard pled not guilty, of course. Of course. To the charges. Of course. His defense attorney claimed that he was a scapegoat because he was there at the time of the deaths. Yeah, okay. But on October 19, 2021, just last year, he was convicted of capital murder. Ooh. Prosecutors pushed for the death penalty and played a recording. They played a recording of a call from Davis in jail to his ex-wife, which he claimed that he wanted to lengthen the patient's time in the intensive care unit so that he could earn more money. Ooh. The prosecution rejected the claim that the deaths were accidental. And on October 27th, 2021, he was sentenced to death after two hours of jury deliberation. And he's but where? But of course, the sentence was appealed. Huh? Oh, it was appealed. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was appealed. Yeah. But there's no more information about what happened after that. Yeah, because the appeals take like three years. He's he's in Texas, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's only got two more of those. Yep. So he'll, he's waiting. He'll be dead soon because they don't he'll last in Texas. He'll be dead within a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say like four max. I would wait. do the same to him. Off with his wing? No. Inject air into his veins. Yeah, and see if he makes it. And if he doesn't, he's effed up now in solitary. Yeah. Would you leave him like that? Make him suffer. Inject something else. <laughs> See, you gotta, you gotta put some poison in them. <laughs> when people have no regard for other people's lives, especially the innocent elderly, okay? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Then you don't deserve crap. Okay, yeah. I would inject air into his penis till it like explodes. Come on, man. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Gabby would be like, and pop goes the weasel. <laughs> the, we- the weasel goes pop. <laughs> what about his uh, his jewels? Oh, they'll yeah. flow with him. I mean, my I think you is, just castrate him at that point. My thing is this: there are three people that are off limits: elderly people, kids, and um, special needs people with uh, special needs or disabilities. Those are the three people that, if you harm them, you deserve no life. Yeah, like this is this is that simple. So for him to harm someone who is elderly, and you know having surgery, so technically they're disabled at the moment. You are scum of the earth, and this person deserves to be put to death. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah. He deserves the worst. Yeah. So two years waiting. I know it's Texas, but the. I give him a couple of years. Texas is gonna hold hold it down. They gonna they gonna put him to death, you know, because that's that's jacked up, man. That's Hunts. Oh, good. No, go ahead. I was saying that's that's Huntsville Prison, which is notorious. That prison's been around since I think the late eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. and they've been killing people like for a long time, and they barely stopped with the electric chair not too long ago, but they still mm-hmm. do other forms of, of murder other than the lethal injection. So, uh, yeah. I don't think the lethal injection is punishment enough. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. 
I think the electric death. chair is better, but they should do it even slower. By the way, oh, I I've seen one because my morbid curiosity kicks in at times. This guy. <laughs> and <laughs> there was one that was actually leaked on video from like the late seventies. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say he was fried, and his his eyes popped blew, out, blew out of his head, like mm. one of them melted. And I was like, I talk mm. about having nightmares for weeks, dude. You saw it? Yeah, I saw that video. Do, do tell. That's what I was just telling you right now. <laughs> no, I'm saying like do tell the website. No, no, no. no I, I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. No. I don't want to advocate. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling like it's fun or nothing like that. I'm just playing around. I mean, because that was a that was the time when I messed around and I found the video or not the video, but the um, autopsy of Ted Bundy when Gabby did the Ted Bundy case, mm-hmm. and that remember I sent the picture of him like after he got um, the electric chair. Mm-hmm. He had he had his head shaved and his you know his skin was oh, all yeah, yeah. bluish. Yeah. Jeez. Pretty crazy. Like I said, there's certain punishment that's needed for certain criminals, and in this man's case, whatever he gets, he deserves. Because, well, not really. He deserves worse than that, but he ain't gonna get it. Well, he's gonna get death, so he doesn't. He doesn't get the. Yeah, but he breathe. deserves to suffer. Yeah, he deserves torture. Okay. It's just when you when you look at guys like the story Gabby did, and then she did one before with a nurse. I mean, you think about it, those can be serial killers that last for a few years and rack up the deaths. Like there's, I forget, there's a country where they had one where the guy, the guy killed something close to a hundred people and, mm. and, and, and over time, you know what I mean? They weren't, it took him years to investigate, but they figured out he, he could be linked to almost a hundred cases. And yeah, I mean, you're trusted as a, as a health worker as 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 someone that's there to render first aid to be an assistant to a doctor as trustworthy you know you're not expecting to get a lethal injection of something or air in your head or or your your vitals turned off you know what i mean like or the machine keeping you alive unplugged uh stuff like that's happened or just a pillow over your face i mean that's hard to trace too you know yeah 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 so so there's some diabolical people out there and I think that'd be the worst for any kind of serial killer to get into is to be a nurse. Cuz you I have- think so too because you you know you you got people's lives in your hands and Correct. you're you know they're at the mercy of you. So you you can pretty much play god, yep. you know. Yep. So that totally I don't know trying to take but here in his situation he was just being selfish yeah well, yeah in this situation it was all about money like yeah. hey these guys are already older let me make things worse so that i can stay in the job longer i think there had to be more motive than that but he was i don't think he was going to admit to it uh, yeah I, i'm with todd i think he was probably probably you know playing god you know these these people have their lives in your hand you have the power to either make their life better or you could uh, you know end it that's which he did so uh, yeah man elderly children and uh, special needs or disabled people off limits 
that's why it's hard for a family member to be in the hospital and nobody being by their side. Yeah. Because you don't know who you, you don't can know trust. What you, you, you really don't know who you can trust. Uh, you're, of course, you know, nine times out of ten, most doctors and nurses do uphold their oaths that they uh, swore in. But, you know, you got these ones that are like this guy. and Yeah. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I guess so. I mean, like, at least this wasn't one of those sexual things where it's like a, he got off on, you know, killing these people or doing these these things to them and watching them suffer. Um, but either way, I mean, you can't. I could see maybe if he was caught on camera going into one of them, and you know, it looks suspicious, but he wasn't on the other ones. So his lawyer was just grasping at straws. There's no way. I mean, it's too much of a coincidence that every time he went into mm-hmm. a room something happened the the victims you know charts changed because all of a sudden you know, they went from healing to all of a sudden cardiac arrest or something i mean mm-hmm. that's, that's not yeah. not a coincidence that's called okay. murder or attempted murder definitely the bastard mm-hmm. well that's the story of william george davis and we hope he suffers yeah what's sad he looks like an unassuming guy like you wouldn't figure this dude would be a well now he's a serial killer i agree he doesn't look like your typical you know killer especially serial killer to me he does i don't know that picture with his orange suit yeah that one yeah he nah, he's, he looked like paul bunyan to be honest with you yeah that that goatee makes his eyes <laughs> that goatee makes me think he loves nascar and he <laughs> likes paps blue ribbon <laughs> But look into his eyes and tell me you don't see the same thing you see in all serial killers. Black, dark, empty space. Those empty, close together eyes. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. But he, he, he looks like he likes Nickelback. I'm trying to say. He, <laughs> <laughs> he don't look, look at this photograph. Don't be so disrespectful, man. <laughs> they seem hero, okay? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but... He doesn't look like... Honestly, he looks like somebody I know, to be honest. To me, if I had seen this guy anywhere, uh, I would have trusted him. It's the orange jumpsuit. That's all it is. No. No, forget <laughs> the freaking jumpsuit, okay? I see people's faces, and I'm either going to trust you or not. He does well, look like he'll, he'll steal your dollar, though. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, sir, have you ever had a head injury before? Check. Okay. Uh, do you wet the bed? Check. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do you like uh, destroying little animals? Oh, okay. You do. Okay. Check. Nice knowing you. Yeah. Uh, Johnson, put the handcuffs on. Between your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has those deep, close together eyes. He does have those dark eyes. Those empty. Yeah. So. I'll give you that. That is a thing, too. When you, when you talk to or we hear from victims of serial killing or just a. a when if if they've got a, a, a close encounter with a killer, um, they will say what Gabby said: the close together eyes, or just the the glazed look, or the the you know the blacked pupils, the huge mm-hmm. pupils in the eyes, mm-hmm. and that's all telltale signs, like almost where they go into a different state. You know? Yeah. So. It's like they're looking straight into your soul, like yeah. past you. That's scary. That that's is. what Bundy had big time. Yeah, that guy was a true psycho. I wish I, I'm glad I never met him. Yeah. So. Well, 
I believe that is the end of our story. That is. So, uh, thank you, Gabby Gab, for breaking down that story on Mr. William George Davis. Davis. William George Dick. I knew he had three names. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are going to end it there. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. But before we uh, get out of here, quick reminder to let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Grinding True Crimes. There you can find our page, like our page, and comment on our page. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Also, if you want to listen to us on your podcast stream, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., continue listening to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser forget to give us a five star we really appreciate that it helps us it helps us immensely yes like todd said immensely it does yes i like that word todd <laughs> <laughs> so with all that being said this has been your host the maddie matt along with todd fox and gabby gab we are signing off toodles peace y'all come back now you're here <laughs>